At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today welcome to the hornets hivecast presented by charlotte eye ear nose and throat associates the official eye ear nose and throat care provider of the charlotte hornets here's your host sam farber welcome to another edition of the hornets hivecast your hornets podcast with all the notes quotes and daily buzz around your favorite nba team i'm sam farber and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the hornets hivecast brought to you by senta charlotte eye ear nose and throat associates the official eye ear nose and throat care provider of the charlotte hornets it's a game day edition yes back to work i'm sure most of you have been enjoying a four maybe five day vacation from your work week uh, with the thanksgiving holiday charlotte got Four days out of it. They'll be back to work today, but you can enjoy the action tonight as the Hornets take on the Orlando Magic ever so slightly a little bit earlier of a tip time for the Hornets in this one today as they will square off against the Orlando Magic at 6 p.m. and not 7. We'll have a game preview of that one. We're also going to talk about, well, a couple of things that are on opposite ends of the whole Thanksgiving theme spectrum. One is the players we are most thankful for here as we come out of the Thanksgiving holiday. And we're going to talk about that cranky uncle we talked about going into the Thanksgiving holiday, and that is the rookie rankings. Sometimes we took rookie ladder, which is NBA.com's this time around. It's the rookie rankings as published by Sam Vecini of The Athletic. Uh, cranky uncle because, well, we still don't think Brandon Miller's getting enough respect. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Right now, I want to welcome in one person we are always thankful for. That is my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, happy Thanksgiving again, and hope you had a great weekend. Back to work now. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, back to work. And I thought maybe we were going to leave that cranky uncle at the Thanksgiving table, but I guess he's followed us around since Black Friday and a few more days. But uh, we'll try to pester him away here on the Hornets Hivecast today. Well, we'll leave him aside for at least one more segment. We'll stay in the happy Thanksgiving theme and talk about a piece that was put out by NBA.com. We're going to do it a little bit quiz show style. Sean Powell, great writer at NBA.com, published the 10 players he believes deserve more Thanks. Now, 
I'll let you know there is a Hornet on this list, but I want to see how many you can get. So rapid-fire succession as much as you can. I'm stalling a little bit here to let you think a little bit. But 10 players that you think deserve more thanks in the NBA. As soon as you get one wrong, we'll cut it off there and read off the rest. So, Rob Longo, 10 players in the National Basketball Association you think deserve more thanks. Well, my list might be at the bottom of the barrel a little bit, so I don't even know if we will get past one, but... I mean, I think I would hope that LaMelo Ball is the Hornet that's on the list. Correct. LaMelo Ball is on the list. Uh, Sean points out that he's playing the best basketball of his career. Talks about his NBA IQ, averaging 25.9 points per game, and just the entertainment factor that LaMelo Ball brings in. So he's actually number one on the list, which I think is is great. Great recognition for a player who's having a great season and really has kind of gone under the radar for most of the national media. Good to see him. Him get that nod. So you got one, you're on the board, let's see if you can get any more. Nine other players on this list that we should be more thankful of, according to Sean Powell. I think he's starting to get more respect, but I don't know if he's quite there on a national landscape, but I feel like the season that Tyrese Halliburton has been having has been just out of this world, so I think he might be on that list as well. Oh, I think you're one and done, unfortunately. Sean Powell apparently believes Halliburton's getting enough love as it is. Here's the rest of the players on his list. Scotty Barnes, Toronto Raptors. I think a through line we're seeing here, teams that are a bit under the radar or players that are under the radar. Of course, that goes out the window a couple players from now. So Scotty Barnes, former Rookie of the Year, playing for a Raptors team that at the moment is a little bit struggling. They're kind of at 500 on the precipice of the play-in tournament any given day. So he was on the list. Eric Gordon of the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, that roster is stockpiled with a whole lot of talent. So someone who's uh, maybe on the back nine of his career, but playing good basketball, getting some love there. This one maybe sticks out as someone who gets a lot of thanks to begin with. But LeBron, 21st season, James. I mean, I don't know that we could be thankful enough watching someone who at his age is doing what he is doing, continuing to lead a team and try and guide them, not just towards the playoffs, but towards a championship. Now, right now, they're just a couple games over 500 but still, LeBron continues to defy father time. Uh, we've got a rookie on the list, Jaime Jaquez Jr. of the Miami Heat. Talk more about him in the rookie rankings momentarily. Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta Hawks. He has stepped in to the John Collins role. You've got from the Miami Heat again, Duncan Robinson, who has really found his game once more after falling down the depth chart last year for most of the regular season. Had a great playoff run, and now he's apparently worthy of getting a little bit more thanks from the national media. Mitchell Robinson of the New York Knicks, he has been an absolute beast. I don't have any qualms with that one. Alperin Shengun, kind of like LaMelo Ball, a good player who's flown under the radar being on a team that hasn't performed quite as well. I like Shengun a lot. And then last but not least, Derek White of the Boston Celtics. He's had a really strong season as well, although Boston an excellent team. So what do you think of the list? Anyone stick out to you that maybe we shouldn't be recognizing for the 10 players who deserve more thanks? Well, when you put those names on a list, they first off don't really make a whole lot of sense combined uh, for the most part. But I think the thing that stands out to me there is outside of LeBron and LaMelo, nobody on that list is an all-star or a former all-star. And I understand that this is maybe more of a under-the-radar guys list. But at the same time, I mean, I think that the fact that LaMelo Ball was hurt all of last season is a reason why he's on these 
maybe pleasant surprise list or people that should get more things or get more love. And I totally understand that. And the record that the Hornets had last year certainly warrants that as well. But it's just a weird list. And I understand that there's a lot of guys out there that are young and up and coming. I mean, Scotty Barnes obviously was rookie of the year not that long ago. Alperin Shingun has had a really strong start to his career. And wouldn't surprise me if he ends up on an all-star roster sooner rather than later. But there's a couple of those guys in there that are, like you said, a little bit later in their careers, like Eric Gordon, who have gotten the job done, and Derek White's on a very good team as well. So it's a very much a hodgepodge list, I feel like. So I'm not really sure what to make heads or tails of this, but anytime the Lamella ball is on the top of a list somewhere, more times often it's better than not. It's good news rather than bad news. So I guess at this point we'll take what we can get, but it's definitely an interesting list for sure. And I think on a list that includes Scotty Barnes, includes LeBron James, includes some other players who are on really good teams or, or players who are having really good seasons, that that's a positive. So I love that LaMelo's getting a little bit more love. We're thankful for that. Uh, definitely encourage you to read Sean Powell's piece, NBA.com. It's headlined, Why LeBron James Headlines 10 Players Who Deserves More Thanks. But number one on that list was LaMelo Ball. Coming up next, something that I know Rob Longo is thankful for, rookie rankings. We're going to talk about them next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Sam Farber and Rob Longo back here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets, presented by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We're going to talk about rookie rankings right now, and don't worry, we do have a game preview coming up momentarily for tonight's return to action, Hornets versus a surprising Orlando Magic team that currently sits in the top two in the Eastern Conference, two or three, uh, as of the recording of this podcast, depending on how you slice it. But Rob, we're looking at rookie rankings. It's something we talked about going into Thanksgiving holiday as being the cranky uncle of our existence, people in our opinions, mine specifically, not giving Brandon Miller enough love. That time we were talking about NBA.com's rankings. This time we're looking at Sam Vecini's 
from The Athletic. His NBA rookie rankings are sub-headlined. Why Chet Holmgren tops Victor Wembanyama for the number one spot. And instead of talking about where we think he should be, I want to just talk about the piece because after reading it, I calmed down. I think it's a little bit more fair. His reasoning is sound, even though it wouldn't be my reasoning for slotting rookies in certain positions. He says Chet Holmgren, number one, because his stats are amazing. They are. And because of the contributions he's having to a winning team. Victor Wembanyama is number two because he's got equally, if not better, amazing stats to Chet Holmgren, but his team is clearly not winning right now, so he gets a penalty for that. Third, he has Derek Lively, 8.1 points, 7.6 rebounds per game, points nowhere close to Brandon Miller. The rebounds, to me, not so much higher that he should get the nod, but it's undeniable that Dallas is off to a really good start this year. Uh, They're winning two out of every three games, and Charlotte is basically losing two out of every three games, so he gave the nod to Derek Lively the second over Brandon Miller, and that was the stated reasoning he put out there as to why the list went in that order. Then he has Brandon Miller 4, Asar Thompson 5, Jordan Hawkins, Casey Walsh, there's others down the list that I think are more glaring mistakes, specifically at number 9, he put Jaime Hawkins Jr. there. I think he should be way ahead of Bilal Koulibaly, Casey Wallace, Jordan Hawkins, maybe you're starting to get into an area, but I think he should be at least a couple spots higher. But in terms of Brandon Miller specifically, while my initial reaction was not great, I don't really have a huge problem with the reasoning behind this, and I, I do happen to think that if the Hornets continue to improve and climb the standings, that would bode well for Brandon Miller's candidacy for first-team All-Rookie, as well as maybe an outside shot at Rookie of the Year, although the way Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama are playing, that might be tough. Your thoughts as I've read off the list here of the rookie rankings, are you now the crankier uncle than I am about Brandon Miller being behind Derek Lively? I'm kind of indifferent at this point. I know that doesn't make good podcast fodder, but Derek Lively, I mean, the guy is 7-1. Like, I hope he's getting all of those rebounds, and I hope he's getting points, and I hope he's able to make an impact right away on a second unit of a Dallas team that is very, very good. I mean, they're sitting right now at 10-5 and as of the recording of this podcast, and they're one of the top teams in the Western Conference. But at the same time, I mean, I think what Brandon Miller has been able to provide is a little bit different. And I understand that you know, Brandon is one of those taller, lankier guys, but I feel like for the last couple of games and the last handful of weeks now that he's almost playing a little bit out of position. And, and that's not a knock on Brandon, but I feel like Brandon kind of fits the mold of like a swing man in the three spot. And I understand he's been playing a lot of two guard with the absence of Terry Rozier. So I think that's a big reason why those rebounding numbers are down for the most part. The points, I mean, are solid right there. He's averaging almost 14 points per game, which is on par almost with guys like, Chet Holmgren, I mean, Chet's averaging about 17, but, I mean, when you look at the guys that are ahead of Brandon Miller, he's he's definitely scoring a lot more points. And, I mean, with guys like Victor Wembanyama, I totally understand it. He's basically that only piece in San Antonio right now, although they did have a really good comeback the other night against Golden State where they almost won an in-season tournament game at Golden State, and they came up a little bit short. But I think just the fact that Brandon is obviously in his top five is, is what's really great about this. And the fact that he's getting the recognition is something that, you know, maybe we should be a little bit more grateful for compared to some of the recognition that the Hornets have gotten in the past in the national media two seasons ago, obviously a lot different last season, not so much, but I mean, if you look further down the list with the athletic rankings, you have guys down there that are lottery picks too, that haven't really done a whole lot. I mean, uh, Scoot Henderson, I know he's been hurt a lot, but he has him ranked at, 14th Brandon Pajemski he was outside the lottery when Golden State picked him but there was a lot of hope that he could maybe be plugged in and played right away and he hasn't really done a whole lot either so I think Brandon is where he's supposed to be 
I'm glad that he's ahead of Asar Thompson. I know that we had a little bit of an internal chat between you, me, and Sam Purley where we were talking about how Asar was ranked higher than Brandon Miller in a couple of these rankings, and it's great that Asar is a guy that's rebounding and averaging a double-double with the 11 points and 10 boards, but I think what Brandon brings to the table is just the versatility and the fact that he's been able to start, he's been able to come off the bench, and he's just been able to be consistent, and he's contributed to winning for the Hornets so far. I agree. I think Brandon Miller, he's in a good spot. I would personally put him number three on this list, but number four, you know, in general, we're talking about first-team all-rookie type of status. They, they don't discern, okay, were you number two or were you number five? It doesn't matter. You're on the first-team list. Based off this projection from Sam Vecini, he is there. One thing I do like about a lot of these pieces, even if I don't agree with the rankings, th- these writers tend to dig very deep and sometimes will uncover things that I'm just not thinking about in the day-to-day. And so one thing that Sam pointed out about Brandon Miller is that while he's impressed by his overall play, uh, feels he needs to demonstrate a little bit more in terms of pressuring the basket. He said at the time of the publication that at the time Brandon had only attempted 15 half-court shot attempts inside the half-court offense at the rim in 13 games. So a lot of pull-up stuff, a lot of three-point stuff. I think that's kind of falling into the correct role. I mean, I think if Brandon Miller was putting too much pressure or, let's see, taking too many extra chances, he might be doing it at the detriment of shot attempts for LaMelo Ball or for now Miles Bridges or Mark Williams or Gordon Hayes be more established players, but I don't think it's a, a bad thing to point out that, hey, Brandon Miller at this stage of his career is not putting a ton of pressure on the rim. That's something he can get better at. I seem to recall similar comments about LaMelo Ball. Now he's finishing at a much higher rate around the basket. So some of this is strength and getting adjusted to the NBA game and you know learning how to play within the biggest, strongest, fastest, most athletic players on the face of the earth. But Brandon Miller so far, I think the returns have been absolutely outstanding here for the Charlotte Hornets. And even though I would have had him third instead of fourth, I don't have huge problems with Sam Bassini's list. Hopefully, as the Hornets continue their recent winning ways, he will climb, as will the Hornets, in the standings. Speaking of which, the Hornets have a game tonight against a team currently pretty high up in the Eastern Conference standings. Orlando Magic off to an 11-5 start. They've won six in a row. They just knocked off the Boston Celtics in the in-season tournament, putting them in the catbird seat of their own tournament bracket. So a lot going on in a good way for the Orlando Magic right now. They will host your Charlotte Hornets tonight, and we'll have our game preview for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids playroom or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornet Typecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. A game day edition of the HHC. Hornets are taking on the Orlando Magic, and it's going to be an interesting contest. These are two teams led by younger superstars. For the Hornets, obviously, it is LaMelo Ball. For the Orlando Magic, Paolo Bancaro, coming off a Rookie of the Year campaign, has really established himself as the heartbeat of that organization. And Orlando, uh, their heart's pumping strong right now. They're 11-5. and They've won now six straight games, and they're coming off a victory over the Boston Celtics in an in-season tournament contest. 113-96 to really wasn't very close in that one. And uh, with that W, they now move to the top of their pod, their pool, I guess you'd say, in terms of the in-season tournament standings. So they're playing extremely well. From the Hornets' perspective, by the way, that might put Charlotte in an interesting position because I was trying to game plan who the Hornets could visit, who they could see if they don't make the in-season tournament, which they still have a mathematical chance to do. Boston was on the list, but I thought, hey, maybe Boston won't be there available for them to play because they might win their group and move on, and then Charlotte can't face them. Well, now Boston maybe re-enters the pick is someone Charlotte might have to play in the non-in-season tournament week there of the season coming up. But that's a question for another podcast. Rob Longo, you know the questions for this one. We need players to watch for both sides as well as a stat to watch ahead of tonight's game against the Magic. Where would you like to begin? Before we begin, I mean, I think I would like to just say that, you know, this is definitely going to be a really tough matchup. You talked about how the Magic have beaten Boston as of late. They're 3-1 in their in-season tournament pool, but they've also been beating up some other really good teams during this winning streak as well. They did win two straight against Chicago, who the Bulls have obviously had some issues, but they beat a really good Indiana team on the road. The Horns also beat Indiana, obviously, too, so that's something to consider. And then they beat the defending NBA champs just the other day before beating Boston. So they've been playing some really good teams as of late, and this is a very solid Magic team that is just really hot right now. So with all that said, I guess i got to go with a Magic player to watch to begin with. And I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path. I'm going to go with Cole Anthony. I think that he just balances this lineup really, really well for the Magic because I go back to a couple of seasons ago and they said that Cole Anthony's going to start coming off the bench for Orlando. And I'm thinking, what in the world are they doing? This doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but you go back and you look at how they've drafted over the last couple of years. They're really heavy at the guard position. So there's kind of a little bit of a maybe no room at the end situation for Cole Anthony. Maybe if he's on 20 or 22 other NBA teams, maybe he's a starting guard in the NBA. But the way that his role is right now, he comes off the bench and he does it well. You go back to that game against Denver, he had 20 points off the bench the other night. And then you go back to that game against Boston where Orlando wins at 113-96. and He's in double figures again. He scores 16 points. He has six assists as well. He just does such a good job leading that second unit. And that's something that the Hornets have had issues with with all these injuries is just the lack of depth right now in the rotation because those guys have been 
thrown into more minutes or starting roles like a Brandon Miller. So the fact that we've seen that is not alarming, but it's something to point out just because Charlotte has had times where they haven't been able to really balance the lineup a whole lot in terms of scoring. It seems like they break the lineup and maybe there's one or two guys out there on the floor that are really deep scoring threats, but the defense is able to hone in on them and it doesn't leave a whole lot left offensively for other guys that have scoring opportunities. So I think that Cole Anthony is a guy that I hone in on just because of the way that he's able to lead that second unit. And maybe it comes down to a game here tonight where it ends up being a bench points battle. And the way that the Magic have played as of late, the way that Cole Anthony has played of late, that's definitely an advantage Orlando. So that's why he's my player to watch. I like the pick. We did not coordinate this, or else one of us would probably have said, okay, you need to take Paolo Bancaro because he's having a really, really good season. He is not my player to watch for this one either, but just under 20 points per game. He is the leader of that team and is clearly going to be a big part of their potential future and obviously off to a great start, 11-5 and as a squad. But I was also looking to the bench and I had Mo Wagner circled as mine. Now, part of this might be recency bias. He is coming off a season-high 27-point performance. But it's more about what he represents for the Magic. And when I look at Orlando right now, I kind of look at him as what Charlotte should be if they were healthy. If Charlotte was healthy, you're talking about a group coming off the bench that likely includes Brandon Miller, P.J. Washington, Cody Martin, Nick Richards. You're, you're talking about guys that have had really strong starts to their NBA careers or are you know starting to figure things out and are really more established players rather than let's put all the kids out there and have them figure it out on the fly, which is kind of what the Hornets have had to operate under for the first few weeks of the season with all the injuries. But on Orlando's side, they basically have their team healthy right now. So you're looking at a former lottery pick like a Jonathan Isaac who is coming off the bench and playing very well for him. By the way, a lot of these guys are very tall as well. That helps them too. Cole Anthony is there. Joe Ingles is more of a veteran presence, but he is able to come off the bench, give them solid contributions. Cole Anthony, who you mentioned, and then Mo Wagner is in there as well, who is really starting to come into his own as a player. There's a lot of size coming off the bench for this team. I do think Charlotte, if they see Orlando again, which they will, this is the first of four matchups, in a few weeks and have their full team available to them, all of a sudden this matchup looks not easy, but easier for Charlotte. It's not impossible now, but it's certainly not easy. And the fact that Orlando's this healthy and can throw an Isaac and a Wagner at you uh, with a starting line that includes another Wagner brother, Franz, who's performed very well, plus Goga Bataze and Paolo Bancaro. This is a huge team. And so that kind of depth off the bench, I think, gives them some advantages. That's why Mo Wagner is my player to watch. Where should we go next? Stat to watch or Hornet to watch? Let's go with a stat to watch just because of something that you touched on there. And you touched on the length of Orlando and how big they are. And I think that's a reason why they're so high in the stat that I'm watching at tonight and at his turnovers they're first in the association in forcing opponents to turn a ball over they average about 17 turnovers per game and the Hornets have had some troubles they're taking care of the ball they've been better as of late but there were times earlier in the season where they just weren't able to gel and they were turning the ball over in live ball situations which is almost like a double whammy I mean a live ball turnovers I feel like sometimes should be counted as two because of the run out that the other team is able to get and their opportunity on a fast break. If it's a dead ball turnover, it's a little bit different. You're able to set the defense up, obviously. But at any rate, the way that the Magic have been able to turn the ball over, have their opponents turn the ball over a lot is really, really outstanding for them. And it's something that has led to them having one of the best defensive ratings in the NBA, too. They're second in defensive rating as well in the association. So, And I think a lot of that goes back to their length and how they just plug up those passing lanes and are able to get deflections 
and that sort of thing. So that's why I'm looking at uh, turnovers as my stat to watch tonight. Not more so that Charlotte needs to limit them. Obviously, that's kind of a, yeah, no way, dummy. Like, that obviously makes sense. But it's more of a Orlando is so good at turning you over, that's why you need to limit them. So that's why it's my stat to watch. Same hymnal, different chapter for me. I'm with you. I think Orlando is, well, one, they're the best team in the NBA at forcing teams into turnovers. So great pickup by you. I agree. That's definitely one to watch. I actually had that circled as my number one. My number two, though, is the other thing that we tend to look at when we're saying, okay, if a team is not as good at shooting the basketball, what do they need to do? They need to create more shots. That's forced turnovers. That's get extra opportunities by getting second chance points. And so that's where I'm looking at the second chance point department. Spoke briefly about the size and length of this team. You've got a front line that's got Goga Bataze at center, plus Franz Wagner, plus Paolo Bancaro. All three of them are over 6'9", at least, I believe. I mean, they're, they're all really big people. Then you bring Mo Wagner and Jonathan Isaac off. But that's a ton, a ton of size. So you can generate a lot of second-chance points. It has been a strength of the Hornets throughout the year. Both teams are pretty close in terms of offensive rebounding percentage Orlando is six Charlotte is seven as of the publication of this podcast a second chance points both teams are in the top six but Orlando is number one they're averaging 18.6 points per game so when you look at the shooting stats and granted Hornets have not been a great shooting team to start the season but they are better than Orlando in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free-throw percentage, effective field goal percentage. All of those metrics favor the Hornets for a change. Most of the year that hasn't been the case, but it does for this one tonight. The way Orlando can make it up is by taking more shots. Turnovers, as you circled, is one of them. I will take the other column for that one, and that is second-chance points. Hornets need to be solid in that department, at least even out what has been a major advantage for Orlando most of the season. Last but not least, we need a Hornet to watch. I think for my Hornet to watch, I'm going to look at Mark Williams. I mean, this is basically a battle. The bigs, the Magic are clearly a very long team. Anytime you got a guy like... Paulo Bencaro, who's 6'10", and he can start at the four, it definitely helps the cause. And then you have a guy like Goga Batazzi, who's been in the starting role for the last several games now, ever since Wendell Carter has gone out. So I think the fact that Mark is going to have a little bit of a size advantage, again, Batazzi is 6'11", and he's still very, very good. But Mark, is, as a seven-footer, I think has a slight advantage in this matchup, and I think that this is something that the Hornets are really going to have to hone in on. Because, again, when you look at the points in the paint, there's not a big disparity between these two teams there's maybe a five, six, seven point difference between them. So both teams are very good at scoring in the paint just because of the size of everybody else in the lineup, just not at the center position for Orlando. So I think for Mark, this is an opportunity for him for really, really get after it. And I think the rebounding is going to be another one of those stats to watch. If I had to pick one, there's like a, a secondary, I would say the rebounding battle is something to look at as well. So I think that Mark Williams has an opportunity to have a really big game tonight, and that's why he's my player to watch. Good pick. Can't argue with it. My choice, though, is going to be LaMelo Ball. As I look at the Orlando Magic starting lineup, it's a little confusing. They start Anthony Black, but he really doesn't play starters minutes. He plays kind of reserve minutes. Cole Anthony is really the guy playing starter minutes at point guard. Has to do probably with position groupings, and you know maybe you want a Cole Anthony coming in with that younger group off the bench uh, or just that group in general off the bench and, and allow the better playmakers like a Paolo Bancaro to more run the offense alongside Anthony Black. But that's neither here nor there. It means the opening matchup is probably going to be LaMelo Ball versus a Jalen Suggs or an Anthony Black, two younger guards who are nowhere near as accomplished at this stage of their careers as LaMelo Ball. I think that's advantage LaMelo. So there are certain size advantages that Orlando is going to have, and depending on health, they 
they might be maximized or minimized. We'll find out later uh, what the Hornets' health status is for this one as of the taping of this podcast. I don't feel comfortable about getting too deep into the weeds about who's in, who's out. But LaMelo Ball versus one of those two guards to start halves can be a big advantage here for the Hornets. Charlotte has not typically started halves very well over the last couple of games, despite the wins. Hopefully, LaMelo Ball can get off to a better start here and accentuate those advantages and leave the Hornets in a, in a good position, playing from ahead, hopefully, as they try to take down the Orlando Magic. We will have it all covered for you tonight on the Hornets Radio Network. Again, it's a 6 p.m tip time slightly earlier on this Sunday evening and then tomorrow no matter how it goes we'll of course have a game review podcast Rob Longo in the anchors chair for that one Rob again one last time happy Thanksgiving weekend and thanks again for joining me here on the Hornet Tivecast anytime Sam happy Thanksgiving to you and yours and let's get after it back to work here tonight amen to that we'll talk to you all tonight on the Hornets radio network and again tomorrow right back here on the HHC with a game review edition till next time for Rob Longo I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta the official eye ear nose and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets for more coverage visit Hornets.com at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.